Hello and welcome to The Short, where we give the news from a black perspective. I'm Fidel Franco. Last Monday, August the 1st, Emancipation Day was celebrated. If you don't know what Emancipation Day, it was when slaves were freed from the British colonies, included Canada. This was in the 1800s and Native Americans and blacks were enslaved by all of these colonists, what was called New France and colonies in the Maritimes as well. Now, in New Brunswick, uh, this was an official holiday, not a day off holiday, but it was an official holiday. Shout out to the people that made it happen in Fredericton. And celebrations were made in Nova Scotia, PEI, New Brunswick, Newfoundland, and all over the country. Now, there is an article from Global News that they made a little article about Emancipation Day and I want to play it to you so you can get more information on what is all about and the celebrations that were happening and also why in Canada this is not a known holiday or this is not known at all so check this out. First Baptist Church founded in 1826 in Toronto by 12 fugitive slaves seeking freedom. They arrived on the Underground Railroad, a few years shy of August 1st, 1834, the day slavery was abolished across the British Empire, including Canada, a day historian Rosemary Sadler says Canadians still know very little about. On the lands that we now call Canada, slavery began in 1628, the enslavement of Africans. It did not end until August 1st, 1834. The passing of the Abolition Act freed over 800,000 people across the Caribbean, South Africa and in Canada, initiating Emancipation Day celebrations in places like Windsor, St. Catharines, Amherstburg and Toronto. Initially it was about perhaps more identity building and celebration, but it also took on uh, an element of advocacy for the end of slavery because slavery here was over because slavery wasn't over for everyone. The U.S. would wait 30 more years before ending the practice, during which time tens of thousands fled to Canada to taste emancipation. On their journey to freedom, many African Americans would stop and settle here, in Owen Sound, the northernmost part of the Underground Railroad. The courage and experiences of these pioneers are commemorated here, in Harrison Park. Where's that one from? That's an old slave song. Swing low, sweet chariot. Many of them came up the Bruce Trail and they ended up uh, coming right here to the northern terminus or the Cairn. In Owen Sound, Emancipation Day has been celebrated for 160 years, the longest in North America. Jeffrey Smith, a descendant of former slaves who settled here, says it all started with a family picnic by this freedom seeker, Father Miller. And this is where they met every year in Harrison Park. It was all about a gathering of togetherness and celebration. We are now free. We are now emancipated. Today, Emancipation Day celebrations continue around the world, with carnival festivals in the Caribbean and here in Canada, all rooted in August 1st. But despite its long history in Canada, only recently did the country formally recognize the day. In March 2021, the House of Commons voted unanimously to designate August 1st Emancipation Day nationally. A descendant of freedom seekers herself, Rosemary, who played an instrumental role in the passing of the motion, says Emancipation Day is just as relevant to Canadians now as it was then. I think that it's also a time not only of reflection, but also a time of planning for what other things we need to do to make things better 
for ourselves and for coming generations, for black people and for all Canadians. Because what makes things better for black people ultimately makes things better for the entire society. Kayla McLean, Global News. Again, shout out to Global News for that feature article that gives you a very good explanation of Emancipation Day. And the bad thing about this is, is that it took hundreds of years to actually declare this uh, holiday. Uh, it's not a full holiday, not like Canada Day, not like uh, Victoria Day or things like that, depending on the province that you're in. But it's a step forward, but we hopefully expect that this is more noticeable within the years and that there is a real change and a real recognition of what happened to black settlers in Canada. Now we're going to move on to New Brunswick, the part that we reside in. Uh, in recent days, Susan Holt became the new Liberal Party leader of the Liberals in New Brunswick. This is the first time a woman is actually the leader of the Liberal Party of New Brunswick. It has never happened before, which is kind of silly that a woman has never been the leader of a party, of a major party. I think the NDP was first, but the NDP has never held a seat in New Brunswick. So congratulations to her, and hopefully we can see more changes like that. Will we ever see a black elected candidate in New Brunswick? I'm not 100% sure. I hope we do. But we see a Native American uh, or First Nation, what you want to call it. I'm not necessarily sure. Hopefully we do. Uh, but this is a step in the right direction. It took a while for it to happen. Uh, in Moncton, the first elected mayor in 100 years was a woman, which is Don Arnold. And so on. We look at things in New Brunswick that change is a little bit slow here. But it is happening. So congratulations to her. Now, we're going to end it up at that, and hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Please uh, subscribe on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts. And thank you for everybody that's been donating on PayPal. Peace out.